Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, after 16 days on the beautiful island of Maui, it's nice to be back. Thanks for being aboard America's number one travel radio show with us. Known to millions as the award-winning big broadcast that talks everything and anything in the world of travel. And, as we always like to start off, from coast to coast, border to border, and around the globe on TuneIn, folks, it's just after 10 a.m. Eastern Time on October 16th here in the New York City area. We have Rudy patched in with us from Atlanta, and we have a jam-packed show ahead for all of you today. So buckle up and enjoy the next two hours with us. I've got to say, I feel like a bit of a broken record, but it's okay, because I don't think we're ever going to get tired of saying this. Thank you to all of you who have been sharing your comments with us via the Contact Us tab at rmworldtravel.com. We're private messaging us on social media. I know we've been getting a lot of that as well. Oh, you're so happy you're enjoying the Let's Go America tour as much as we are. We're especially happy to hear, you know, it's really encouraging a lot of you to get out there and travel in, in meaningful ways, which is the whole purpose. And next up will be Stop 7 on November 13th at Hotel California in Santa Barbara, California. And they have certainly had a challenging week out there with the fires. So uh, we look forward to getting out there and hopefully the fires uh, get under control this weekend. So there we are. So uh, with that said... Good morning again, Mary. Hello to you down there in Atlanta, Rudy. Bobby, I know you're running things at the Network Command Center in Dallas, and RJ's also coming up. He's not in the studio right now, but he's coming up later with the open road. So hello to everybody. Hello. Well, hello to you. I'm grumpy. Mary is grumpy. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Because of the Ma- Yankees? No, Maui. no, because I'm not on Maui. You guys were grumpy when we were on Maui. Yeah. If anyone recalls listening when we <laughs> greeted you a few weeks ago, you barely said hello. Yeah, Maui so Mary is turn. not. Uh, but Bobby, back, uh, the, only, the only thing that helped the disaster of uh, the Yankee um, just not showing up to play the Red Sox was being on Maui. I'd say that got me through it. But Mary... Uh, she's still there. Yeah. And would be Interesting happy. how chipper you guys are today. Rudy, you were just in Napa. You, guys, yeah. <laughs> you weren't chipper when we were in Maui. Bobby's not on a plane, so he's I, happy. I live Bobby. in Texas, so I'm always chipper. That's true. Well, and you're a Cowboys fan, and they destroyed the Giants, too. That's so why I, I you're got really a one-two punch Yeah, it's been that, a so. tough sports week for you, Robert. Yeah, it really has been. It really has. So we're not even going to talk about that, Mary, because I know you're still on Aloha oh, time. Oh, I totally am. And now I have to talk about Hawaiian polls, which will only remind me that I'm not on Maui. All right, here we go. So since our latest travel polls were Hawaiian-themed, we're going to start there with how you all voted. So what? Uh, the first question, What was? what is your favorite Hawaiian island? Well... 27% said Maui. 26% Oahu. I do think those are the two most visited. That might be why that. Yeah, that's pretty close, there. actually. Yeah. Yeah. 21%, and I'm so sorry, uh, said I have not yet visited the Hawaiian Islands. 13% said Hawaii. That's the big island. 11% Kauai and 3% other. Well, Hawaii is an expensive state to visit. Mm-hmm. And also, as we, you know, again, being here in the New York area, it's not the easiest place to get to. I mean, it's, 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 it's a schlep. It really yeah. is. However, we love it. I, Maui, I, we can't say enough of you get a, a bit of every island on Maui. But it doesn't surprise me with Oahu because, you know, with the military presence, and I think most people going through Honolulu most of the time, yeah. uh, that, it, that being, it wouldn't have shocked me, frankly, if it was first. Right. But the 21% of you who have not visited the Hawaiian Islands, 
I, I would strongly encourage you at some point, you know, we're not here to, uh, to boost the turret. We are a travel show, but I mean, you know, they're, they're certainly not paying us to say this. If you get a chance, just go. I mean, you have to go enjoy our 50th state for sure. Rudy, what do you think? Uh, I agree. I mean, Hawaii is uh, a very special part of America. Nothing like it anywhere else in, nope. the, in, in under the U.S. flag anyway. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, second question. What's your favorite activity to do on the Hawaiian Islands? 29% of you said beaches or other outdoor activities. 21% again, I have not yet visited the Hawaiian Islands. 16% want to dine and shop. 15% said other, which we can discuss. 10% said you like to surf or snorkel. And 9% said you like to engage with the locals. Well, at least the 21% is consistent between both polls that they haven't visited. So those right. people are voting twice there, clearly. Uh, I mean, I, dining and shopping. Shopping. Uh, okay, all right. I, yeah, I guess that not, that could be almost I everywhere. Mean, we'll enjoy the fruit but, and the seafood. Yeah, but, but uh, listen, there's everything. Should just be a, we should have a, a everything, and that would be yeah. like 100. Well, the hiking is great. Well, I think Hawaii. weather. I think weather yeah. would be a. I mean, I, I just love going there because it's so darn Perfect. pleasant all the time. <laughs> we had 16 days of absolute sun. There were a few clouds once in a while. We had some vog from the uh, volcanic eruption, Kilauea. but uh, it didn't really impact us at all. But I mean, 16 days every day of getting up with the sun, it was between 84 and 90 degrees. I mean, it, you couldn't have asked for you. If, if you're writing a book, you just... You, low you humidity. It was great. Yeah, beautiful. So, anyway, with that said, I don't want to turn off the audience anymore, Mary, so I'm just <laughs> going to say that uh, new travel polls just went up on our website at rmworldtravel.com, so do check them out. I think you'll find these interesting. Uh, and since we've got a lot of time, well, not too much time, three minutes and change left in the opening A-Block segment, we're going to jump right into the Travel News Roundtable. Mary, you want to start us off? All right. Well, we have to start with the big news this week. Uh, the travel industry applauded the news. It's been 19 months since foreign nationals have been able to freely visit the U.S. for non-essential travel. On November 8th, that will change when vaccinated international travelers coming from approved countries, including Europe, will be allowed to enter into the U.S. along with a negative COVID test before departure. And that includes air travel and land borders between Canada and Mexico. And to no surprise, domestically speaking, the airline's uh, stock prices went up after that announcement. Mm -hmm. They yes, certainly would, need would, that to happen. I've got something to say on that in a minute, but, uh, but Rudy, why don't you go first? Well, speaking of Hawaii, you know, the rules for visiting Hawaii have, have changed several times, and the state just extended its emergency order through the end of November as Hawaii's governor continues to discourage visitors. Bars, restaurants, and gyms can only operate at 50% capacity. Masks must be worn in public places, and indoor gatherings are limited to 10 people, outdoor to 20. So, Well, and, and, still... and let's talk about that because, again, you know, everyone who listens to the show, they know I, I, I hate the, the way the national media reports things out there. We encountered no issue in Maui whatsoever. And yeah, no. we, the locals were friendly. They were engaging. We had a really good experience. Yes, you have to wear a mask indoors. Uh, restaurants you, you are tough to get they reservations. Tough to get reservations and, and I would encourage right, you before you go to make those reservations. But the reality is, uh, and, and everyone's aware of that, uh, but all the stuff that you're hearing about that the Hawaiians don't want us to cut, not true. I think true. That, that the other issue, the, the numbers did really go up over the summer, and they did really have excessively high numbers of tourists over right. the summer, and the numbers are starting to come down right now. They're trending right. down. But all right. Well, I, that, that, I would agree with but that. But it's there. definitely, rental cars are still hard to get. <laughs> so make that reservation. That's too. an issue. All right, so Mary just mentioned that the border is reopened, so that's nice since we are, you know, uh, supposedly in a free country, uh, uh, November 8th, we'll be able to go where we need to go. But I want to just bring something up. Uh, if you plan to fly somewhere of distance anytime soon, it's about Boeing. Be cautious if you'll be flying on a Boeing 787 Dreamliner, and that's because another major defect has been discovered 
uh, that really has Boeing scrambling. Uh, the new problem involves certain titanium parts that are weaker than they should be on the 787 Dreamliner built over the past three years. And, you know, Boeing and regulators say that the new titanium issue really doesn't pose an urgent safety risk. However, you know, they're scrambling. Uh, they've just performed immediate repairs on two undelivered aircraft that would have been grounded, you know, had they not been. So titanium part issues now on the plane. So, Bobby, one more reason. I told you. y'all. Yeah, exactly. no, one day you'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Folks, up next, theme parks, Halloween, the upcoming holidays are going to be our focus. Show friend Robert Niles. He's uh, warming up in the bullpen. He's from Theme Park Insider. He'll be joining us after the message. After these messages, I should say. We'll have a few of those. Stay with us, folks. We're just getting started. The show returns. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025. Or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. There are a lot of exciting things happening this fall, and frankly, I want to focus on what's important, not what's for dinner. Luckily, HelloFresh delivers everything you need, and it's 30% cheaper than grocery shopping. The quick and easy recipes are perfect for weeknights. We're all busy, but with HelloFresh, you'll actually have more time to enjoy your meals. So go check out HelloFresh.com slash carry and use code carry for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash carry and just use code carry or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. Robert here with a simple question. Who's looking out for your home or small business when you're traveling? Well, there's an award-winning security system that's engineered with all the latest advanced tech and features to keep your place, your family, and your team safe. And they've just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera, too. It includes ultra-wide, 140-degree field of view, 1080p HD resolution, and 8 times zoom, plus night vision. To get your new system and save 20%, go to simplysafe.com slash carry, simplysafe.com slash carry, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All of us travelers like new things, and here's a way to add some fun and excitement into your life or send someone special a very cool gift. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses around America and emerging brands to deliver unique travel goods and a lot more every month. Each box costs just $45, but it's guaranteed to provide over $70 worth of goods. Check them out and place your order at boxofawesome.com, and when you use code CARRY, you'll save 20% on whatever you buy. You can also find a link on our website, rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. All right, as we get back into the specific show segments portion of the program today, for our B Block, we're going to talk theme parks with show friend Robert Niles. It's been a while since we've done that, and we're sponsored by Ancestry.com slash carry. We are, and you know, family and heritage and where we all come from, frankly, well, that's something that each of us carries with us every day, and there are many paths to finding your family story, and Ancestry.com slash carry can help you easily get started from tracing your family generations back with a family tree all the way to uncovering your ethnicity. Researching your history, it's a fun activity that can bring the whole family closer 
closer. It also makes a great gift item, too, and with the holidays coming, keep that in mind. No other DNA test delivers such an interactive experience, so start making discoveries with your Ancestry DNA kit and free trial at Ancestry.com slash carry. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, it seems like ages ago, but it was back in late July on stop three of our big Let's Go America tour that we were broadcasting live on site and featuring the grand opening of the all-new Legoland in Orange County, New York. They've enjoyed a good opening period, but there's a lot happening at many other theme parks around the country, and that's why we invited back show friend Robert Niles, or Theme Park Insider, to help us cover some of the specifics. So off we go to California. He's holding for us on that show hotline. All right, let's do that indeed. Mary, Robert, welcome back. Nice to reconnect with you today. Hey, great to be here. Great to have you on the show to kick off this morning. So, well, as Mary said, being involved uh, with the opening of Legoland New York for stop three of our big Let's Go America tour back in July, it was a fun experience. It allowed us to feature a different sector of the travel world for everyone listening. But there's a lot of happenings at an array of theme parks across the country. So I want to start off with really your take on how the summer season went overall for the majority of the theme park operators and your thoughts overall on the health of the industry as it works to rebound from the pandemic-related closures. Yeah, I think uh, the summer, everyone went in really optimistic, and I don't think it turned out quite as as, uh, strong as a whole lot of people were hoping it would be at the beginning of the season. But we're seeing a really strong rebound with uh, fall coming in now. It really is Halloween's revenge. Halloween is back (laughs) after a year off, and a lot of theme parks are doing really well with their Halloween events uh, this season. Good. So it's tough. That's one of my favorite holidays and all these poor kids last year. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's some good energy around it. And actually, it's a little chilly there, here in the Northeast. Are kids involved in Halloween? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> kids and adults, at least in this house, it's the adults too. But um, it's a little chilly here in the Northeast. I know this is going to sound really rough, but we just got back from uh, 16 days on Maui, stop six of our Let's Go uh. America tour and a little bit of a 25th year anniversary celebration. But we, um, but we noticed nice. the chill right yeah. now here in the yeah, Northeast. Yeah, it's cold here. Yeah. So speaking yeah. of Halloween, because uh, it really got smacked in our face that it's coming 15 days from now, uh, actually. So what are some special things that you'd encourage our show fans to go uh, visit in terms of, you know, whatever is going on in some theme parks around the U.S.? What is wonderful about Halloween is it's not just the theme park events, which are wonderful this year. Uh, it's just this is kind of the DIY season for, you know, anyone in the theme entertainment industry. Every person I know that well, almost everyone who's involved in designing theme parks, they got started doing, you know, haunted houses in their garage when they were in Halloween. And, you know, many of them are doing, you know, great little community haunts on the side, too. But uh, if you really want the headliners, you're talking about events like Halloween Horror Nights, Universal in Orlando and in Hollywood. Uh, If you want something family-friendly, Disney is doing an Oogie Boogie bash again at Disney California Adventure in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got, you know, SeaWorld is getting into the Halloween haunt business this year with Hallow's Scream that they're bringing to all of their parks nationwide. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the original is Knott's Scary Farm at Knott's Berry Farm in um, Southern California. Uh, that's just a great event this year. They had some really nice stuff happening with that. Just great mazes, great entertainment, great food, too. Uh, you know, it's really kind of become a food festival of a lot of places as well. Yeah. You know, everything from uh, funnel cakes with pumpkin spice to uh, yeah. full-on barbecue trays. Well, you so, need the pumpkin uh, spice. That immediately does it, Robert. I feel like Put the, it on anything. The pumpkin spice, yeah. yeah. Um, that's always the no classic. No one's done pumpkin spice barbecue yet, though. That's the next step, and nobody's going Robert, to. somebody's oh. listening. We reach over a million oh, people. No. I think 
think you've given an idea to somebody. No, so. I don't know I, about I, that. I don't know that I want that one. No, no thanks. Um, all right, there, are, there are horrors, there are scares, and then there's pumpkin spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's more frightening? <laughs> um, interesting about SeaWorld. So let's fast forward a little bit to uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, only because they're going to be here before we know it after Halloween. And so anything that you really want to highlight for the um, upcoming holidays? Yeah, it's kind of a hard transition there. You'll be, uh, like I said, it's you know it's pumpkin spice lattes one day and then gingerbread the next. <laughs> um, you know, as soon as Halloween is over, everybody gears up to Christmas. And uh, you know, if if you've got viewers who have spent time in Europe and understand uh, Christmas marketplaces over there and just mm-hmm. how wonderful those can be, I think theme parks are really kind of the closest thing when we have to that in America. You're talking about events that, uh, you know, um, Dollywood in. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, or uh, Silver Dollar City in Branson. They do great Christmas events at the two Hershen uh, Family Entertainment Parks. And it, it really does have that feel of like a European Christmas marketplace with a lot of entertainment and food and the decorations. Uh, but, you know, Disney is going all out this year. It's their 50th anniversary down in Orlando. They're doing a lot of things for that. But they're also bringing back, you know, all of those Christmas decorations and events and parades and fireworks at their, you know, special holidays holiday parties that uh, they didn't really get to do at full scale last year. So, Well, let's dig into that just a little bit. Yeah, because, you know, I I do want to talk Disney a bit. I think you talk theme parks and you have to do that. I think we've shared before with you, yeah, I worked for the company during my Disney ABC days, you know, and really I had great access to many behind the scenes activities that occur at Disney parks across the country. So, you know, I pretty much was just born when Walt Disney World opened back in 1971. My parents took me there when I was one or two. We went back when I was 12 or 13. That trip I can remember. The first one, not so much. But it leads me to the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. That is kicking off. So I want to know, what's your favorite Disney World experience, Robert? And really, what do you think folks should be excited about in terms of what's planned for the 50th celebration? Because in typical Disney fashion, it's going to last well into uh, you know a year from now. Yeah, there'll be 51 and a half by the time this thing is over. <laughs> Literally, it's an 18-month celebration. Right. There's a lot still to come. I mean, they've, they've put out a new show at Epcot. There's new fireworks at the Magic Kingdom. There's these really neat little beacons of magic moments they've had where they've installed this really kind of neat interactive show lighting on uh, all the big icons, like Spaceship Earth especially, is just gorgeous at night now. A lot of people are just saying that's even just the highlight of the whole thing at this point. So you've got all of that happening, the merchandise, the food, yada, yada, of course. But sometime next year, they're going to be opening a new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster at Epcot that a lot of people are looking forward to. You know, they're just kind of keep the gifts coming over the 18 months at Disney World for this 50th anniversary celebration. So plenty of time to celebrate. So, Robert, I know you have a lot of relationships with many of the theme park operators, and I don't want to put you on the mm-hmm. spot, but I also know that you do write about and talk about value in theme parks, and I'd really like your opinion on what you think is some really great value right now in theme parks these days, whether it's Disney, Universal, Merlin, you mentioned SeaWorld, Six Flags, Cedar Fair, any of the other smaller parks. Yeah, I mean, I always really love the value. Uh, if, if you're set on the Orlando vacation, don't sleep on Universal. There's great value there, particularly if you're staying in one of their top hotels and you get that unlimited Universal Express front of line access. You know, if you look at the cost of buying that separately, sometimes you could 
get a family of four in there, and you're basically getting a four-star hotel for free mm-hmm. uh, if, you, yeah. if you, you know, factor in the value of that right. front-of-line access there. And great attractions. I mean, Harry Potter, we're just talking about Christmas. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I love what they do for the Christmas at Harry uh, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Uh, they've got a great projection um, lighting show on Hogwarts Castle there, mm-hmm. uh, the food that they serve in the Three Broomsticks restaurant, all of the decor, the special entertainment with the singers there. It's just a wonderful, wonderful environment. Uh, so that's something that I, I, I tell people. I mentioned uh, Dollywood and Silver Dollar City earlier. Those are a couple of great parks in very popular tourist locations with some wonderful entertainment and food. And, you know, again, rides I wouldn't sleep on, of course, you know. Right. Well, 50 mile an hour roller coaster, no one's going to sleep on that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just some wonderful stuff out there that isn't, not that Disney isn't, a, you know, necessarily a good value for people, but there are so many options in the theme park industry these days. And, you know, we try and cover it all on ThemeParkInsider.com and, you know, provide people the information that they need to make the right choice for them and their family. Well, I, you know, the, the the big parks, the big operators out there that Mary mentioned, you know, we all know about. Uh, but I do think some of the regional players and, you know, Cedar Fair does that with Knott's Berry Farm that you mentioned or some of the other smaller mm-hmm. parks. You know, you're going to get some good value there and it's something to consider. And so I Robert, also love Universal. It's a yeah, great I, I know, park. I, I get, and that is yeah. something everyone thinks Orlando. But although I yeah. think they've done a good job. When you think Orlando now, you know you have to go for a longer period because you need yeah. Disney, you need, you need Universal, Universal. And Universal it's there. poor SeaWorld that actually uh, is the one that's taken that probably the hit there. But or if you've got little kids, Legoland down there. Legoland too, exactly. Yeah, it's just, yeah, anniversary this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Uh, they've got some really nice stuff there for families with small kids. Well, Robert, we're going to leave it on that note. Uh, folks, to follow Robert Niles, you heard him mention it. Uh, you can follow him, the Theme Park Insider team yourself. Pretty much all things you'll ever want to know involving theme parks and then a lot more. The go-to website is themeparkinsider.com. Have a great weekend, Robert. Uh, I know it's early, but happy Halloween to you, and we'll talk soon, okay? Same to you. Thanks for having me. Take care. Happy Halloween. Folks, if you have your own favorite theme park experience or perhaps you have plans to visit a location for Halloween or the holidays we just talked about, share it with us at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. So right now we're going to take a quick break for a few sponsor messages. There's still a lot more of RM World Travel to come this hour and next. Stay with us. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com slash carry makes it simple with high-quality, soft, medium, firm, and even plus-size mattresses, all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences. Go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there, and right now you'll also save $200 at HelixSleep.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Dealing with car repairs can feel like a lose-lose situation. But when we call CarShield, their administrators handle the expensive payments and paperwork so we don't have to anymore. It's a win-win. We get to pick our favorite mechanics to do the work, and CarShield's administrators take care of the rest. Plans from CarShield even provide roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. So get coverage today. Visit carshield.com carry to save 10%. Visit carshield.com carry to save 10%. A deductible may apply. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. 
Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa, and this portion of the program is made possible by LinkedIn.com slash carry. We want to talk right now to all small business owners in our audience, because today many of you are busier than ever just trying to keep your head above water. We know you're all focused on managing and growing your respective business, so it can be tough to spend much time on recruiting, even though we know that good employees help make good businesses. And that is why LinkedIn Jobs has made it easier to find and hire the best candidates. And the best part is that as a listener of our show, it's free. We invite you to take advantage of this special opportunity to get started by posting your job for free in order to reach LinkedIn's vast and diverse network of 770 million professionals. Just fill out targeted screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified candidates with the experience, skills, and motivation you need. Then use simple tools to filter and prioritize the top candidates you'd like to interview. Go to linkedin.com slash carry, and as a listener of the show, it's free to post your ad right now, or you can find a link at armworldtravel.com by looking under Sponsors. Well, as you probably know, last Monday was not just Columbus Day, but also Indigenous Peoples Day. I'd like to read to you a few sentences from an ancient Native American proverb. Quote, treat the earth well. It was not given to you by your parents. It was loaned to you by your children. We do not inherit the earth from our ancestors. We borrow it from our children. Unquote. You'll find that quote on the homepage of the South Dakota Tourism's office website. My guest knows a lot about South Dakota and its Native American population because Caitlin Svensson is the global media and PR director with the South Dakota Department of Tourism. And she says to understand the state, you should get to know more about the 71,800 Native Americans and nine tribal governments that call South Dakota home. Caitlin Svensson, welcome to the show. Your website suggests eight ways a visitor can get to know more about your state and its history long before Columbus came ashore this co- uh, to this continent. We can't go through all eight because of time, but tell us a couple high points. Sure. Well, thanks for having me today. And the Native American culture in South Dakota is rich and it's colorful, beautiful and has a long history. So as we talk about, there's there's several ways to enjoy Native American culture here in South Dakota. But a few that I think could get your listeners started. Um, Our Crazy Horse Memorial is an incredible monument that's being carved. It's in progress in the Black Hills of South Dakota. It's nearby the famous Mount Rushmore National Memorial. But this memorial attracts more than a million visitors per year. It offers a great Native American experience where you see a huge sculpture in the making, more than 600 feet long. But it's more than a mountain carving. They also offer Native American students the chance to complete a summer of education and get um, steps toward their college degree. They have a great museum on site. And one that's maybe a little closer to home for some might be Sitja Hollow State Park. And this state park is absolutely incredible. It's a beautiful state park located up in the northeast corner of South Dakota. Right now, it's a gorgeous time to visit Sitja Hollow State Park. It is filled with so many trees and the colors are changing and just absolutely gorgeous right now. But all year round is a great time to visit. I uh, I know that was two words, Sichi. How do you uh, how do you spell Sichi? It's S I C A, and so the meaning of uh, of that word is evil or bad. And of course, there may be a number of reasons of why it was called that. Um, the streams maybe appeared to be flowing a br- blood red color because of the iron in the park. Um, that's that led some Native Americans to believe they were seeing the, their own flesh and blood of their ancestors. So there's a lot of things that are rooted in these Native American cultures that we're 
um, enjoying as state or national parks today. Badlands National Park is another one. Badlands National Park is known in the Native American culture as land bad, land that is bad. It's a very barren and dry, desert-like place in South Dakota. Well, that's how I sort of think of South Dakota, as your neighbor in Minnesota, or not far away from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have not been to the Badlands, but I understand that is very dramatic scenery. What? Okay, so you did mention in passing uh, that, of course, Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota. Sure. Um, if you had to pick another, well, I would say general place that tour- visitors might find interesting, where would you pick? Oh, another great one is Custer State Park. That park really could be uh, a national park. It has the qualities, um, various different lakes, um, great spires that are erupting from the the mountaintops. And, of course, it's home to our great herd of bison, 1,400 bison called Custer State Park home. But um, truly, Mount Rushmore National Memorial, Crazy Horse Memorial, and Custer State Park, That's a those are huge draws, and they're really close to one another. So if you're coming to South Dakota, you're coming to the Black Hills, you certainly should put those on your list. Another great one that um, is a national park but also has great Native American um, touch points as well is Wind Cave National Park. And they believe, um, Native American culture believes that that's the birthplace, that there actually is wind that still ebbs and flows out of that cave in a pretty significant manner. So there's great um, Native American culture and history to learn about at some very easy, accessible places. And of course, our reservations are open as well for visitors. We are currently still um, working through um, the South Dakota Native Tourism Alliance is building on bringing more experiences for future generations to visit and learn about this great culture. So there's great offerings now, but as we look forward into the next five to 10 years, we're hoping to be able to expand upon our Native American cultural offerings as well. All right. I want to give the name of the state park that you mentioned earlier, Sicha Hollow. Two words, Sicha Hollow and Sicha spelled S-I-C-A? That's right. Okay. Uh, uh, Caitlin, uh, what website uh, will we find more information? Sure. We invite you to visit TravelSouthDakota.com. Caitlin Svensson with the South Dakota Department of Tourism. Caitlin, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. Analysts can see your access.org number 3030. To fix uneven, crooked teeth, you need to see an orthodontist. And Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners, only works with orthodontists. They're the specialists. While poorly reviewed, insanely priced, clear aligner companies use general dentists, the average treatment is just six months, and with your aligner treatment, you'll get your teeth whitening for free. Get started from home or book an appointment at a studio today. Go to candidco.com slash carry and use code carry, C-A-R-E-Y, to save $75 on your Candid starter kit or visit armworldtravel.com. Robert here with a simple question. Who's looking out for your home or small business when you're traveling? Well, there's an award-winning security system that's engineered with all the latest advanced tech and features to keep your place, your family, and your team safe. And they've just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera, too. It includes ultra-wide, 140-degree field of view, 1080p HD resolution, and 8 times zoom, plus night vision. To get your new system and save 20%, go to simplysafe.com slash carry, simplysafe.com slash carry, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. MyPillow and the MyPillow team are offering our listeners some excellent deals when you use our special promo code CARRY. For example, their all-new quilts, bathrobes, and sleepwear are 30% off. Giza Dreams bed sheets are 50% off. Their luxury hotel-quality towels and washcloths six-piece set, $39.99, a $70 savings. MyPillow slippers are 50% off. Premium MyPillow bed pillows, $29.98. You'll get a 60-day money-back guarantee plus a warranty. Find all the offers under radio specials at MyPillow.com with promo code CARRY or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. All right, it's great to be back with all of you today. I'm RJ Carey, and as the broadcast moves right along today, I'm jumping aboard for the next five minutes as it's time for the latest edition of The Open Road here on RM World Travel. Now, this portion of the program is sponsored by carshield.com. We all rely on our vehicles for so many daily aspects of our lives, and really, you know, none of us can afford a lot of downtime for our cars, trucks, or SUVs, especially the cost of the repairs that come with that. That's why we like CarShield, as it could potentially save you thousands of dollars. And you get to pick your favorite mechanic to do the work, and CarShield will take care of the rest. It's like having your own personal team of auto repair problem solvers, as their administrators handle the paperwork and expensive payments and all the nonsense that really you don't want to deal with. Their plans also provide roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement at no additional cost. So, get covered now at carshield.com and use code CAREY, that's C-A-R-E-Y, to save 10% to get covered today, or you can find a link at armworldtravel.com under sponsors. Alright, so I'm going to start off today with something that, actually, I really haven't done in a while. It might even be almost like 8-10 months by now. Uh, and that is taking a look back at what happened today in automotive history. And since today is Saturday, October 16th, on this day in 1958, that would be 63 years ago, uh, Chevrolet introduced the El Camino. Obviously, a fan favorite, cult classic car, a sedan pickup combo, really strange for the time. It was created to compete with Ford's similar and actually very popular at the time Ranchero model. Now, initially, the El Camino actually was a pretty massive failure, uh, and it was discontinued just two years after its initial release, but Chevy brought it back six years later in 1964 as a derivative of the Chevelle series, which at the time was their lineup of muscle cars, and it continued to sell through 1987. There was also, I guess you could say, 
you know, a, a successor, frankly, some people call it, to the El Camino for a few years. I'm talking about the infamous Chevy SSR that was made between 2003 and 2006. Not a huge fan of that car, but it definitely has the same cult following as the El Camino. The El Camino is cooler. By the way, although the Ford Ranchero was more popular at the start, General Motors sold over 1 million El Caminos, and that doesn't include the GMC counterpart. I think it was called the Caballero. While Ford only sold about 500,000 Rancheros. So I guess it was a good thing that GM tried again with the vehicle. Okay, now to what I wanted to discuss with all of you today. Because Halloween is just two weeks out, Thanksgiving six weeks out, and Christmas only ten weeks away, snow, sleet, freezing rain, and slippery driving conditions, they're going to be, uh, they're coming sooner than you think, and they will be regular occurrences for many areas of the country where this show is heard. Although the temperature shifts between summer and winter vary all across the country, the threat of below freezing temperatures poses pretty significant risks to your car, and this means that you definitely want to prepare your vehicle for the winter. Now, if you're up there listening to our affiliate in Minneapolis near where Rudy is, or even if you're hearing the show in the Florida Keys, Dallas where Bobby is, Phoenix, LA, or even Maui where the show was live two weeks ago. Okay, well, maybe not Maui. But anywhere where it's rare to find temperatures below 50 degrees, you're going to want to keep some of this in mind. So to make sure you don't run into any problems as the weather gets colder, the first thing you want to do is check your car battery and replace it if necessary. A cold battery has reduced cranking power, and as a result, they tend to die easier from the added strain. Additionally, oil gets thicker as the temperature drops, so the battery has to try harder to turn the engine over. Uh, If you're not sure about the condition of your battery, it's not a bad idea to consider having a professional inspect your battery because they can run a voltage test on it and they can see if it's still up to date. My next tip is to check your tire pressure as you have to make sure you maintain the proper inflation settings, which you can find in your driver's manual as well as the sticker on the driver's side door jam. On average, cold temperatures can cause your tires to drop 1 to 2 PSI per every 10 degrees dropped, and you can expect to lose slightly less pressure if you have nitrogen-only tires, but they do require more effort. And I mention all this because driving with underinflated tires poses two significant risks of, well, many risks, but two really have to focus on that would be uneven wear and far less traction, which is something you definitely need during the winter months. I recommend you check your pressure at least once a week during the winter. Uh, I know that could be a lot, but definitely keep an eye on it, and even if your vehicle has a pressure readout on the dash, it's still a good idea to use an actual tire gauge from time to time. I also recommend you get your brakes serviced or at the very least inspected before the winter months are here because buildup of moisture from snow, sleet, and freezing rain can do quite a number on your brake rotors and with the addition of road salt everywhere, I mean you can experience rust buildup which significantly reduces your brakes effectiveness and can actually cause the brake rotors to warp a little bit more easily. And one final thought or tip is to always keep at least a half a tank of gas or preferably as close to full as possible in your car when it gets cold. Other than, you know, staying on the safe side in case you lose power or something, there's actually a mechanical use for this. As the more gas that's in your tank, the less water buildup is likely to occur. And this also pertains to if you rarely drive a car during the winter and you're going to store a car, maybe it's a convertible or an old classic, you know, you definitely still want to keep the tank full in that case, as if the car is sitting, it'll help prevent it from suffering damage caused by that interior moisture in the fuel tank. Now, there's a lot that you can do to keep your car in the best shape possible. Uh, But since I only have so much time with you today, I'll leave it there for now. And just remind you that if you have any automotive Related questions, you can always connect with me anytime on our website at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. RM World Travel is coming right back after this quick sponsors break. The e-block is up next as always, plus hour two is still ahead. So I'm RJ Carey, Drive On America. Join the Travel Trio by calling 803-78025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. And folks, if you have any car-related questions, you can email RJ anytime at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. We've seen firsthand how he takes each message seriously, often responding to those of you who write him during the week. But for now, it's more travel talk. Fake online reviews will be our focus for this segment five or e-block. And this portion of the program is sponsored by helixsleep.com slash carry. And if you're in the market for a new mattress, don't buy one of those one-size-fits-all mattresses. What we really like about Helix Sleep is they really get it because we're all unique, and they've created several high-quality all all-American-made mattresses to fit your particular style of sleep. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses that are going to keep you cool. They even have Helix Plus mattresses if you need something a little larger. A new mattress that's going to do wonders for your mind, body, and health, folks. And if you want a mattress that rivals anything you're going to find at premium luxury hotels without having to pay that hefty price, visit helixsleep.com carry to save $200, plus you'll get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Your new Helix will ship right to your door. You'll be saving $200 at helixsleep.com carry or find a link at RMworld travel.com under sponsors. All right. Fake online reviews are definitely a thing. And when it comes to hotels, fake reviews can really have a major impact, especially if they're negative. Our next guest is a professor of law at Cornell University's School of Hotel Administration. And to maximize our time with David Sherwin, off to the campus in Ithaca, New York, we go via that show hotline. It's nice to connect with you today, David. Thanks for jumping aboard with Mary and May this morning. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Very nice to have you here with us. So I read a stat recently that frankly has me concerned for hotel operators, and I'd like your thoughts on it. TripAdvisor and Focusrite, they conducted a survey, and the report basically that came out of it is 93% of travelers they engaged with said online reviews impact their booking decisions. So certainly every one of your students would love to earn a 93 or better. That's an incredibly high number, certainly. But it does underscore why an online reputation is so important in today's travel world. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. The um, folks look at these online reviews and there's research out there that says that it has a real impact on your RevPAR. So absolutely, it, it matters. It's, it's, a, it's a real issue. So on that note, and the, the reason you're here today from Cornell is uh, this, I think our listeners are going to find this really interesting. A few years back, Cornell developed some software that turned out to be pretty accurate in detecting fake reviews. Um, I'm going to have you explain it a little bit more. Something to do with overly positive comments and too many exclamation points and a few other things. But you know, just what are a few general things they found in, in detecting these fake reviews? And was the software more effective than the uh, people in the study? Well, what they found was that they could look at reviews, and we have these, you know, there's software programs, we have this with plagiarism too, you can run something through and it can find whether these words have been used before and you've plagiarized, and what they found was that when they ran reviews through a software program, that they were around 90% accurate where they could determine whether something was a real review or a fake review. And the fake reviews that they found had, um, as they said, more verbs, so more action words, Hmm. and also that they spent more time sort of giving like family descriptions. And I I guess it's the fake reviewer wanted to make it sound real. Hmm. So, Hmm. you know, we were there to celebrate my anniversary or my child's fifth birthday or whatever it was, and that that was more likely to be 
a fake review as opposed to a real review. So interesting. interesting. Yeah, I, wow. Well, all right. So since so many people are apparently looking at online reviews to help them make their booking decisions, will the software that Cornell developed you know, be able to help provide some assistance to eventually you know, help alert various booking platforms? And really where I'm going with this, you know, do you see this maybe as adding value to companies? Because I think, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think TripAdvisor already has something in place, you know, to help with this kind of detection. You know, I think that it's going to have to happen with TripAdvisor and Yelp and so on because their business model is based on people relying on the reviews. And if they can't determine or allow us to see which are real and which are fake, then people will be less, you know, less apt to rely on the review. And then obviously, you're not going into TripAdvisor, you're not going onto Yelp, and there goes the business model. So it is a problem that these companies have to deal with. And then there's the other problem for the brands and the operators, because they've got a, a double edge. On the one hand, if they, if they run it through and say, okay, this one's fake, um, all right, so we don't have to correct this problem because it's a fake review, Th- that's fine if that's what they're using for. But if they're using it for or if other people are using it and making decisions on where to stay, the fact that a Hilton or a Marriott or so on can determine what's fake and what's not fake doesn't help them when I'm looking at the reviews and making my decision based on that, and I don't have that knowledge or ability. Right. That's an interesting point. So the uh, the brand has it, but the consumer doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, good point. Well, David, listen, we, yeah. we could go uh, much deeper today into this, uh, and probably should, but unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to leave it there for right now. Uh, we do appreciate the check-in. We have uh, interesting perspective on things, and at least... Uh, Um, gives people an idea that there is some efforts out there to tackle these fake online reviews. But we appreciate your time very much. Uh, Have a nice weekend and enjoy uh, your time there on Cornell University, okay? Well, thank you. Thanks for having me and um, have a great weekend. Thanks. You as well. Take care, Dave. All right. There goes David. And as we approach the end of hour one, we'd like to hear how much you value or follow the online reviews when making hotel or other travel decisions. Just share your comments with us at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. And while you're doing that, folks, don't go anywhere as hour two of America's number one travel radio show is coming up immediately following this 11 a.m. Eastern time break. Keep your radios locked in with us. The NCF is next with three of our affiliates around the U.S. And don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.